0: Hi, and thank you for joining me. My name is Rob Scott, publisher at UC Today, and I'm really excited to present this year's UC Trends series. If you're a fan of UC Today, then you'll know that every October, we run a special video series called UC Trends. In this insightful video series, I talk to senior executives from trailblazing vendors in UC, collaboration, and CX, and discuss their perspective of the marketplace and what they predict will be the next year's game changers. We will also have some fun with them at the end of the main interview session with some quick fire questions to reveal a bit more about their personality and what makes them tick. Stand by for UC Trends 2021. The cloud communications market continues to grow and flourish as the traditional PBX fades into the background. Many communication service providers in this space are rapidly evolving their portfolios into full UC as a service stacks, whilst tackling the high demand for their services and fighting off tough competition from the tech giants entering the landscape. I'm delighted to welcome to the virtual studio Exponentiales Senior Director of Public Sector and Unified Platforms, Afshin Atari. Afshin, it's great to see you today. Thanks for taking time out. Um, I'm really excited to you know understand more about your year at Exponentially, e, but also what's coming up in 2021. Um, we're gonna have a little bit of quick fire at the end to asking you some questions for a bit of fun as well so looking forward to that um, but before we get started I think you know the best place to start would be to just find a little bit more out about yourself tell us about how you got into uh, the UC space and what you do at Exponentially, e, please.
1: Uh, thank you, and thank you for the opportunity uh, in, uh, in, in meeting you and uh, spending some time with you. Um, so I've been with Exponentially for three and a half years. I joined Exponentially to run our public sector or government business. So I'm responsible for our public sector business within Exponentially. My role has expanded over that period to, to cover um, unified platforms, and what that specifically means is our UC and contact centre practice. And the reason behind that is, as we know, there is a great move um, in the market around unified comms, um, even before the most recent events which have taken place, which has really accelerated the consumption of such services. um, uh, Sort of custom intimacy, um, uh, employee intimacy, the use of communications and IT and the collaboration piece has always been a big theme in the market pre to me. Joining exponentially, I have worked in other functions working with governments where big contact centres and unified communications has been consumed. So I've had, I've always had an interest around unified communications and contact centre. Um, the, the exciting part for me is how we translate technology into outcomes and we deliver those outcomes into our uh, customer world. And specifically, I've had a lot of experience around delivering type services into the public sector in the UK.
0: You've had a great year at Exponentially. Uh Congratulations on, on being the uh, UC award winner for cloud communications provider of the year. Um, you've got a great story to tell, but you know, let's start with how do you perceive the market? How, how, are you, how have you been so successful? Uh, what's the secret sauce to uh, uh, growth in this marketplace?
1: I think the uh, opportunity that we've embraced uh, successfully and exponentially, most specifically over the last seven months, is that we've helped translate what has been documented as potential benefits of use of unified communications and contact centre on paper into a real-world environment. And we were uh, privileged, I would say, uh, because we are a big provider into the health service. We hold 16% of the HSCN market um, around uh, uh, England. And uh, when a call to action came from the NHS to say we need help because we need to be able to collaborate across um, um, GPs, specifically in Southeast London, where there's 206, where we have patients um, contacting, and we, we need to move it to the cloud to be able to divert calls, manage calls, and communicate, uh, we stepped in. And we, what we did is we used unified communications as a cloud um, uh, technology to deliver the outcomes for the NHS. So in answer to your question, the, I think the ingredients for success is really translating what technology can do in delivering outcomes to whatever vertical you're serving. Now, the the example I gave you was in the context of the NHS. That could uh, hold true in retail. That could hold true in banking. So the question is, how do we, as technologists, take our technology hat off and focus on business outcomes? That's the first point. The second point is around uh, agility uh, and innovation. I think one of the ingredients that resulted in our success in solving the NHS is that we responded very quickly. We spun up um, 4,500 users into the cloud within the span of two or three weeks. And let's not forget that sort of like, um, like most organizations, Exponenti itself had uh, had changed its practices. We are 550 people, 550 people working from home. So if you think about it, we served that customer in a distributed environment where our technicians, our provisioners, our technical folk, our engineers, were themselves working remotely. And they were accessing the cloud and they were building these users into that environment. So the innovation around how we responded to COVID ourselves and the innovation that we brought to the table around lateral thinking around how we can solve problems for the NHS, has resulted in us being successful, but more importantly, has resulted in us delivering a service to the NHS at a time of need. And we're very proud around that.
0: So in terms of workplace trends, let's talk about you know what's really impacting your business and your customers. Um, what, what, what are the standout kind of uh, trends for you this year?
1: I think what I would say is that uh, I mentioned earlier, uh, I think the taboos have been broken. Most large corporates and organizations were, I would say, fixated in uh, having employees in offices um, to deliver uh, the business services that they're in. What we found as a result of force, because there was no choice, um, uh, organizations have had to adopt um, this distributed working, home working, flexible working um, uh, forcibly, Maybe initially reluctantly, but if you um, uh, survey the employees as if we've done, 95% of, our, 95% of our employees through a survey have actually enjoyed working from home. Um, they've enjoyed working from home and uh, our uh, anxiety, like most organizations around productivity output, I think we're, has been ill-founded because our team, our, our employees are actually very productive as well. The commute um, every day, uh, the time to spend with your family. And what we find is employees tend to spend more time. They they log on earlier, they they um they're more flexible, they log off later. So this whole dynamic of being in a central location to access technology to deliver service, I think it's been turned on its head. And what it's translated to is um uh, a lot of organizations saying, how do we embrace technology how do we embrace cloud communications and how do we embrace a new way of working to um, support a better work-life balance for our employees but actually uh, maybe possibly, in certain cases, um, reduce our overheads. heads. Why do you need office space? Why do you need to um, uh, be in a central location? Why do you need to all travel to central locations to make that happen? So that taboo, which was illustrated from a theoretical perspective for many years around key benefits, is actually really now translating into um, pounds, shillings, and pence, if you want to call it that, uh, old terminology. It is translating into financial benefits that we can see. So over time, the uh, um, office space and the real estate and how organizations work, I think will be fundamentally affected. Uh, From a growth perspective, um, the intimacy and the um, uh, communication will very much move to unified communications, contact center um, and shared uh, environments where we can um share information and content in a in a distributed manner so i think this trend is being accelerated and i think it will continue over the next period notably as we as we uh, sit today we're all embracing for a uh, wave two around COVID 19 which could result another impact for another six months minimum so um that's how i see uh the trends um accelerating and uh and, and changing over the over the period
0: Many organisations have seen the, um, the pandemic in stages, haven't they? And, and the initial stage being the, the real urgent stage, uh, and the kind of second stage being more, okay, we've deployed everyone, everyone's up and running, how do we now kind of bed this in securely? Um, how do we make this more sustainable? Um, what kinds of challenges are your customers uh, facing right now, uh, and granted, we're still in this pandemic, but uh, what's going through the minds of, of business leaders that you're working with?
1: Interestingly, what you find is, you know, when you adopt a cloud communication platform, cloud is great. I think the visibility has really round, uh, has focused on infrastructure. So if you're working from home and if you've got a poor internet connection, that's gonna adversely affect the experience that you have. So in exponentially, the way we operate as a business, because we are a um, holistic service provider, we don't just focus on unified communications and contact center. We put a lot of investment in developing technologies uh, of which we call SD home. So uh, software defined home uh, propositions, which will allow you to exactly cover the points that you raise through smart boxes at home, which will allow you to prioritize applications manage application throughput, ensure that you're in a safe environment. So effectively, you extend the corporate environment into the employee's home through the use of SD-WAN technologies. So um, uh, what we found is uh, the barriers are not necessarily related to uh, UC and contact. It's related to the underlying infrastructures that support that which has accelerated our uh, investment in those areas uh, and we are addressing those needs. So it's it's a matter of um, you know, when you go through the, this due diligence phase, there are certain things that you know and there are certain things that you don't know. And uh, there are certain things that uh, we didn't know, like most parties. But what I'm proud to say is that because of the way we operate and because of our innovation and speed, we're addressing those gaps very quickly. So the answer to That question is how do we deliver a suite of services which allows the um, onboarding and use of distributed uh, unified communications with a good end user experience which is secure?
0: So homeworking is a huge trend this year. Um, Looking forward into next year, what do you see uh, impacting the industry uh, and your customers uh, the most? Any kind of significant Trends or technologies that you think will have a great have the greatest impact?
1: I think artificial intelligence is one where we will see more movement towards because uh, if uh, if people are adopting the cloud and they are moving to UC in the cloud and they are adopting contact center use of bots and AI will become more prevalent. So I think uh, we will see an acceleration in the use of that technology. Um, That's what I would say is um, there. And if you think about it, uh, the whole concept of business travel, I think will be changed. Uh, People getting on a plane, sitting on a plane for six hours to get to New York. The question is, well, do I need to? Do I need to uh, get on a plane where I can communicate very um, easily from anywhere for the use of technology? Uh, So the whole um, uh, pathways, I would say business pathways which have been defined for many years will be redefined. Um, and the question for us as uh, technology service providers is, uh, uh, with the new challenges, how do we respond quickly? You can't wait six months. You know, um, When there is a need and there is a demand, you have to respond very quickly. So uh, having the ability to respond in a speedy manner with uh, innovative solutions. Uh, uh in a safe environment i think are going to be the ingredients for success and the other thing is around commercial flexibility i think mo- the consumption models that um, will underpin all the whole of that service delivery will define um take up uh, and the adoption of such services into the future
0: i was going to come on to buyer behavior do you think buyer behavior is going to change going forward i mean you mentioned convenience maybe self-service uh, being a big one or just being able to get it quickly. Um, do you think the buyer, uh, buyer behaviour will change going forward?
1: I think the buyer behaviour will change because the operational requirements which were defined previously will somewhat change. If I give you an example, if you're a many contact centre um, centres were located in big hangar type areas where we have a lot of agents sitting there. You can be calling a credit card company now and you're speaking to an agent who's sitting at home uh, they could be a mum a part-time mum which actually does three hours a day they log in for three hours uh, drop their kids off and then they log off and they pick the kids up so that in itself is going to change um uh, the operational requirements and therefore, if we, if, if we, uh, if we put frame that from a buyer perspective, if you're a buyer for an organization, you'll be looking for uh, technologies which can support those operational behaviors and those types of operations. Having an on premise, um, big switch in a location which could serve uh, thousands, will not be the answer. One, because it's, um, it's not fit for purpose. And secondly, if you think about the COVID-19 issues, one of the issues was around access. You know, the proximity, the social distancing, et cetera, et cetera. So would you want to have something which is located in a building somewhere where you can't access it? So the whole of that um, definition and the whole of that uh, operational need will defined by behavior. Which will, uh, which which will create some challenges around uh, service providers, but um, it's down to us to um, bring about innovative solutions to overcome that. And uh, and as as we've seen over the last six months, you know we've seen it in play. Um, and this is where the accelerations come in. Um, there wasn't a choice. There
0: was an absolute operational need, and people have embraced it. Ashton, some fantastic uh, points made there. So thank you very much. <music> So hold on to your seat, Afshin. We're going to do some quick fire questions now. So here we go. First job. Um, Graduate entrant into BT. Favourite day of the week. Uh, Friday. Good answer. Would you rather speak every language in the world? Or would you rather speak to animals?
1: Every language in the world.
0: What's the most inspirational book you've ever read and why?
1: Uh, Roots, which really uh, demonstrates how human beings have responded to uh, human challenge. Um, And so that that that's very inspiring when I read it in my
0: teenage years. Oh, interesting. What's the best advice you've ever been given?
1: Try to enjoy life and enjoy life for the
0: moment it is now. That's really good. If you could teleport anywhere in the world, where would you go?
1: I would go to Persepolis in Persia, Old Persia, where Cyrus the Great and um, the Persian culture was many years ago, because I'm, I'm from Persian descent.
0: Voice call or video call?
1: Uh, video call.
0: Dawn or dusk? Uh, dusk. Do you believe in fate?
1: Absolutely.
0: What's worse, ironing or gardening? Uh, Gardening. Most watched movie ever? Godfather. Describe yourself in three words.
1: Um, Logical,
0: uh, direct uh, and uh, non-emotional. If you were given an all-expenses-paid trip to the north of England, would you take it? I would, absolutely. Correct answer. Who is your greatest inspiration? My father. Type, touch or speak? Speak. Elvis or the Beatles? Absolutely, the Beatles. Say good day, mate, in an Australian accent. Good day, mate. If you could go back in time for a day, where would you go and why?
1: I would go to the Paris Palace in uh, ancient Persia because that's where my heritage is.
0: Which new technology will transform the future?
1: Uh, artificial intelligence.
0: And your greatest achievement ever?
1: Uh, managing to uh, uh, complete two master's programmes uh, whilst working.
0: Well done. <laughs> so Afshin, it's been great to see you today. Thanks for taking time out. Uh, huge congratulations on the year and I wish you all the very best for 2021.
1: And thank you for your time. It's been very informative and uh, we're we are privileged to be in this position, very thankful and thank you for your support.